Welcome to the Exec Sound Podcast. We were trying to pick a durable theme song for our intro, so it's Boomer's turn to pick the music. The clip you are hearing is from the pop-up band Neon Neon. They did a conceptual album. They're Welsh musicians, and their music sounds like it came from like a Wes Anderson film. But they got together and did an album based on the story of John DeLorean. Some background. Most people know the DeLorean DMC-12 as the car from Back to the Future that Doc turns into a time machine. The story is much more interesting about a man who sets records at General Motors and went out on his own to start the first mass production sports car made of stainless steel and featuring safety standards such as air anti-lock brakes and airbags that we now take for granted. He was, in a way, the Elon Musk of his time and Elon actually followed his playbook with the creation of Tesla. The DeLorean story is too long to tell here, but we recommend you watch the documentary Framing John DeLorean. This podcast was recorded on May 19th, 2021. We were too busy edit it until now. But here you go. Jehovah's Witness bitch. Shit milk IPO is tomorrow, and they got their ten billion dollar valuation. Yeah, Oatly. I, I think that stock is going to do nothing but go down. I mean, I I didn't get. Let me put it to you this way: it's not exactly hot on the street. I mean, usually I get at least a few allocations for whoever's on the book. Who's on the book on that one? Isn't JPM on the book on that one? I'll usually get an allocation just personally for being a good client, and I, they haven't even called me, so it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I think we all know that. Jeez, mm-hmm. not the people, who, not the people who priced at ten billion. Yeah. I mean, the people, you know, it's kind of an interesting process the way you, you know you determine the value of a company by pricing it, so that people in the equity capital markets get on the phone with the institutional investors and say, "How much will you pay for this?" And if they've been on a road show, like a, you know, they basically announced what forty-five days ago they're going on a road show with management. But you know, it's still, it's still oat milk and it's got large Chinese ownership and they've got all these threats in the S1 about how the U.S. government may prohibit them from operating here and uh, you know that the total addressable market size for alternative milk in the United States is only 2.5 billion dollars and oat milk only (laughs) occupies 13% of it so you know if you're just an idiot institutional investor you're just, I guess, looking, going, you know, plant to animal. But Bitcoin went down below 30K. Oh, that's the real news today. Yeah. Yeah, that was big. E-minis were, were, were crazy. Moving 20 points up and down, it was like a meat grinder. Ethereum dropped 20%. All those chain link. Oh, God. Cordona. Uni, Uniswap. They, they, all got, they all got roughed up. Hate to see it. Or you love to see it. Um, I kind of feel like crypto or saying you're anti-crypto is sort of, it's not racist, but it's like culturally insensitive or something. So I always feel like now I have to be like, I'm not a crypto skeptic, but 
like the same way people used to be like, I'm, I don't want to sound racist, but, and I feel like, I feel like it can't be just like, you know, like the, the U S dollar is like a, like a straight, like a normal, you know, straight marriage and anything I, that's not the U S dollar is like a little too alternative, a little too spicy. No, I, I mean, it just feels like the same thing when you don't know what term to use for a person or a group of people. It feels right now, if you're not, if you're if you're a crypto skeptic that, that you're basically telegraphing sort of the same thing like it's a dirty thing to be or you're just like over 50 and you just you just don't understand or you do understand you've seen speculative bubbles you've seen the great recession the dot-com bubble coronavirus sell-off and you're just like i'm not in for buying cum rocket token when you put it that way that actually kind of makes uh doesn't it graphic a little little more intelligent doesn't it doesn't it though i mean i don't see any difference between web van and you know cum rocket or or whatever i i just i just think so but this all this leads us to the central question that no one could could ignore on a day like this which is you know if you're over 30 you know the missus is out of town or whatever and you just want to do and you want to rub one out it's but it's like taking forever and you go back to when you were in high school and you think about like a particular time you clap cheeks. Are you a pedophile? It's May 79. He was in full function. By the early 80s, he was done with production. The introduction of the DMC 12. Spanking brand new on a showroom for sale. Stainless steel from the bumper to the grill. For the added appeal, they got ill with the bull wing doors. Reversible transmission. Target marketed to the man with the ambition. That's why you gotta kinda respect the man's vision. Should have been applauded, except the man's didn't expectation. No matter what he facing, he still drink chasing. He wanna be the big money maker, move and shake up. Pushing penthouse buttons in the elevator. Ambitions of an innovator. But the company burnt up money like an incinerator. What what the hell are you talking about? Are you like going back to prom night? You're you're saying like thinking of a prom night memory makes you a pedophile? No, no I'm. First of all, <clears throat> I was having sex in the seventh grade. I didn't have to wait for prom night. <laughs> okay, so, but that's not. This isn't one of my questions. I was at this <clears throat> retreat for corporate executives, and there were, the, the stars are pretty amazing. It was, it was like true like illuminati shit and that was one of the few private equity guys there and the other guys were really super name brand and so we were sitting out smoking cigars we were in you know wilson wyoming right near jackson hole it's some big compound grand tetons are in the back the moon's out or whatever and i'm out there and one of the things i've learned about these little retreats little corporate retreats especially the more intimate ones is never drink. Let everyone else get drunk. Because people will tell you things about their company, about um, themselves, about the economy that their sober selves would never say. Like they do a year in prison not to say the things that they told you when they thought like no one was listening in you know, a compound in Wyoming. And this Fortune 50 CEO looks over to me and asks me that very question. <laughs> the, the 
fapping pedophile question. Yes. I mean, I don't think he would have known what fapping meant. But yeah, yeah, he asked me that question. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I've seen that guy around. And things have really never been the same between us because he remembered enough about that night to remember to ask that question. So he kind of dodges me a little bit. You think he did okay in the markets today? Um, his company uh, yeah. that he runs that he has all the stock options for. Um, I didn't. I don't. I don't trade equities, so I don't know. Hmm. Paul, yeah, Paul? Who, the hell buy, who who buys stocks? Other people really still. Do you think they were long out? Ethereum? That music alerts us that our astrophysicist-turned-quant trader-turned-crypto-villain has joined the podcast. He's a villain. He's a quant. He's in the crypto. It's Hal 9000. But it's great to see you, Hal. Yeah, sorry I'm late. I was just staring at charts, you know. No, believe me, I've I've been sitting here losing money on Nikkei futures, being like, why are you not doing what I exactly what I want you to do? And now you're doing exactly what I want you to do. But I'm recording this stupid fucking podcast. By the way, that needs to be in the podcast. <laughs> you're losing tens of thousands of dollars because you're recording this podcast? No, like 4300 Okay. You know, so far, customer acquisition cost is $4,300 a person. <laughs> Because of my bad, my bad and weird desire to trade the Japanese markets, I'm not even sure when they go on their lunch break and like what happens to the futures then. <laughs> but you're trading away, anyways. Yeah, I'm she just goes up, she I'm, goes down. I'm impressed by Dogecoin's resolve here. Dogecoin's still a thing. You thought it was going to bottom out? It's at it's at 32 cents. I mean, you realize that this thing was at like. <laughs> one cent like uh earlier this year <laughs> oh yeah let's see I guess no, that's crazy what you're telling five, me about five cents in april yeah i mean I, you know what it's one of those things where i identify with like somebody who tweeted you know have at it i, I, ne- I was not involved and I, d- I have no regrets i mean insane clown posse coin though is down 60 percent over seven days which, you know, that means Peter Thiel's losing a lot of money, which makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think for that one, again, uh, I was just like bearish on it just because it was so related to Coinbase and the, the Coinbase listing went over so well. But tell me what you told me about the 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 failed crypto exchange, which... Uh, oh, which yeah, so... Actually- so yeah, I mean back in like in 2017, like you know, there was like a a new coin coming up left and right, and um, with some promise or whatever. And there was some some exchange called I think it was just called like uh, Coin Exchange and they had a bunch of random altcoins that just kind of disappeared into nothingness. And so they like all they shut down after like you know the bear you know once the bear market started, and uh, 
they had a bunch of like dogecoin i mean they had like a ton of dogecoin uh that they just kind of like kept you know that their customers like had originally bought but it was worth like you know next to nothing um and now it's worth like i don't know i don't know exactly how much it is but uh it's quite a lot of coin and they're like okay so yesterday they announced that they're like going to give it back out to all the customers uh and so there's you know there's some people that are speculating that that was the catalyst that, you know, caused a bunch of people to start selling off Doge and then, you know, Doge starts crashing. A bunch of people are like, oh, what's going on? Let me go and take some risk off. And then, you know, that just triggers a bunch of stopwatches and, and the whole thing just dominoes from there. Yeah, it's unclear to me too, like how many, you know, are there high frequency traders uh, in there? And I mean, how quickly can you, can you trade and, and, and get out of this. I mean, are there, you know, algorithmic traders, stat arg traders? I have just, I, you know, in terms of hedge funds who are trading this, I talked to a ton of friends at hedge funds and nobody's really messing with this stuff. It's not, so it's, you can't be like the damn hedge funds. Well, you can it- be like the damn VCs, like Andreessen and the way that they went in and, and bought Coinbase like to the max and did like 500X or something. But, but from um, the, the people I feel bad about today are the, the the retail investors who are on something like Coinbase where you can't even put a stop loss or like, you, no, you can't right. even I am not on Coinbase anymore. I was briefly. Like, yeah, I mean, this a was... stop loss. And then all of a sudden, like you're just at work and you're like, how do I even get out wait, of this? They, wait, they don't let you put like so Coinbase, the thing does not allow you to put stops in your trades. I don't uh, well, so. it, you you have to use Coinbase Pro, which is like a you know they you know they basically offer like a like a you know a one button buy and sell uh, for the retail investor, and they also have like the okay if you're a if you're a professional, you can come in here and put in some some stop losses or whatever. I'm I'm so indisciplined as a trader there. I never use stop losses anyway. Yeah, you so. know I think stop losses can be uh, I don't know. Uh, controversial topic i think right i just feel feel like they'll they can hurt you more often than they help you i agree i agree particularly something as volatile as bitcoin but you know look i i i made it very clear at least if not on one of these podcasts within our podcast working group i think just the whole market is tired it just looks tired all of it i'm talking Across the board, I don't care whether you're talking crypto. I don't. I don't care whether you're talking. Uh, what the only thing I trade was just e mini futures. I don't care whether you're talking about the Nikkei index. I don't. You know, it just all looks tired, and it just looks like it's ready to say, you know what, I'm taking the summer off. And I'm not saying that it's going to correct by forty percent or something like that. It's just look, selling may and go away. Statistically, it works. Like I don't know greater than 50% of the time. If you sell each May and you buy back in on Labor Day, you typically make money doing that. And I haven't seen a lot of those articles surface this year, but usually the financial press, which is financial media is so lazy. Um, they usually dust off these 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 stories about, is it time to sell in May and go away? It's just like the same political stories like uh do debates matter do vp picks matter like they run them every every time there's an election and 
I didn't see any this year, but selling May and go away usually works. So I think I think I think assets are going to take the summer off. I really do. I think it's we're we're, we're sort of short term top here. I mean, there's just not a lot of argument to me if you look at an S and P uh, chart. You know, it's we're in a a over a long long period of time. So like going back to. Um, 1991 or whatever we're in this vertical thing that the line is more vertical than it's ever been in the history of s and so if you're looking to allocate towards equities right now why why right now well <laughs> like i got, what do you i got one i have one for you the the wall street bets narrative is still alive that this entire sell-off across all the markets is to be able to fund the GME short squeeze. <laughs> I love that place, man. It reminds me of Yahoo message boards like back in the day. Why not? I like those people, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how to get on Reddit. I'm always scared that I'm going to get on some, you know, horrible. You're going like to be a menace. You're going to menace people on Reddit. Well, it's no, like, Reddit, it's like... Reddit's brutal, though. They'll, they'll come after you hard. The uh, the downvoting system is just like, I mean, people will downvote you until you don't I exist don't anymore. I'll downvote myself. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get them. I mean, I'm an objective evaluator myself. I definitely short me. Hal, what, what graph? What's your favorite graph today? You're sending some oh, charts. I'm... Graph? What, graph? Where did you come yeah. from? Graph? Can you send me the graph? Yeah. Yo, man, like, like, can you? Do you have like graph paper and do you like plot the price? <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining you with like colored pencils and drawing your own graphs of chart of stock prices. There's an like, x-axis and a y-axis. It's a graph. Get off. Yeah, it's a, it's a visualization of uh, price. No, we're we're, over we're talking time. to an, to an uninformed noise trader we're talking to a retail uh trader um and so you know we just bring him up a little bit he knows plenty about finance he just doesn't know anything about trading we're, we're teaching him we're teaching him Te- teaching him how to lose money <laughs> <laughs> yeah I no wanna... i mean i think i think the bitcoin chart is the most interesting thing to look at today because um I, what it went from uh it went from Thirty-eight thousand dollars down to twenty-nine thousand and back up again. <laughs> you yeah, know, that was what. That was with, what when I woke up this morning, and saw. Um, when I woke up this morning and saw it was below, uh, or I didn't wake up till like nine. I'll, I'll admit it. Um, <laughs> you were like looking for a way to get around that. You're like. <laughs> I mean, not wake up when I uh, after my runs know, and I know, I know. yogas and uh, yeah, but I was up killing it on Nikkei futures. I think I think that's what I bought. I'm still not clear as to what whether or not I bought it or not. But um, uh, <laughs> so I was up up trading quite quite a bit last night. But um, anyways, sorry. you saw Bitcoin when whenever you woke up and you. Came yeah, out of your haze, your haze. Yeah, and, I, and f- first thing was I did was I contacted Hal, which I guess sort of woke him up because he's on Pacific time, and he was just like, "Whoa, and uh, um, crypto you know, haze." Yeah, I mean, I I said this to you, uh, Carl, um, during the day, 
and Bitcoin futures are trading right now and they move so fast. Like I, you can't, how do you even place an order? And the bid to spread, like, it's like $150 bid to ask spread. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's as wide a spread as you could ever imagine. I think also like, you know, that's the problem is like you, you look at some technical thing on a chart or whatever with Bitcoin and then you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to buy this. And then like, you know, before you like can even place the buy order, it hits the technical target and then recover, you know, comes back down, goes, you know, and then your, your buy order goes in and then now it's below what you paid for. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I, I, I personally, you know, the way that I trade these things is with pretty big time horizons and with some, you know, the reason I don't lose stop losses, like almost every trade I enter, I'm like, okay, I'm prepared for a 20%, you know, dip on this thing before it starts going my way. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance though? I mean, the one thing that we've been talking about, we've been, had a real theory on, um, was the closed universe. Like for example, Carl, the intern, when he wasn't doing his job today, um, was retail trading in and out of shit coins. And uh, so he never takes any money out of his wallet, like we were saying. But if you look at total market cap of all cryptocurrencies today, it it, it went down by, a, I think, a trillion dollars. Yeah, I think it's pretty close to a trillion dollars. Wasn't so it like two trillion to begin with? I mean, the the largest that was that's equivalent to the flash crash. So that happened in ten minutes in twenty ten. And then it came right back up. Yeah, this is actually something that I was thinking a lot about today. And not not like in some sort of defense of crypto of like, oh, was this really a trillion dollar loss? But really, like how how could you, you know, how, is, is there someone out there? I'm sure there's someone out there that's put, put some time into this. Can you actually evaluate like the the real money going in and that, out of this? And I think the only way to do it would, would be to look at like the flows out to banks. Um there was a tweet from CZ, the 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 guy that uh, you know, the CEO of Binance, that said uh, that the the banks that they were working with today were basically just like, "Hey, we can't handle this much money coming in." <laughs> so people were taking their money out of their wallet. Yeah, so people were taking it out, but you know, the at the same time, we also like, if, you know, if you go and you look at the the top moving coins today, um, I think like the top. Uh, 15 or 20 are all stable coins. So, you know, not all the money went out. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm, it's hard to, it, it, you know, it's really hard to evaluate like how much actual money went in and out today because, uh, you know, like I said, be, be in, in January, I think, or, or at least like last October, there was only 6,000 uh, coins listed on like CoinGecko. Now there's 7,300. So that, you know, that gets added into the market cap when you have a coin show up overnight, it's like, oh, we have a, a $3 million market cap. And it's like, okay, well, how many people actually put money into this thing versus... Nice when it 
it come to the pussy cat, get it wet and make it grow. I can feel you hear me moan, looking forward to explode. Climb on that sweatshop, sweatshop. Take a glimpse into my sweatshop, sweatshop, sweatshop. Take a glimpse into my sweatshop. Um, there's been some esoteric comment commentary about this in the Financial Times about what a currency is and what it's not. But I question the value of Bitcoin's value as a currency. If let's say you and I had a contract and God, I sound like one of my law professors. <laughs> Professor <laughs> bought that out or whatever. I got so drunk at his house one night. <laughs> I started talking shit about it. My fellow classmates. I was like, yeah, I think that, that, that girl has eczema or something. I don't know what's wrong with her skin. And, um, anyway, you might want to edit that out. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but, uh, he'd always talk about, cause in the uniform commercial code, there's this, always talk about duly authorized representative. And so he'd always talk about his friend, Dooley, you know, <laughs> Dooley. So me and Dooley, we go into a record store and I say to you, Hey, I'd like to pay $10 for a record. We got a contract. He just let it hang there and then people would surreptitiously raise their hand and then just get ripped, ripped apart. But um, anyway, <laughs> leaving memories of law school. I don't, I don't even know what I was trying to say, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think the question is like, Oh yeah. Know. So we got a contract. So last right. night we, we struck. <laughs> all right, Dooley. So how, you know, you're in Tokyo since I love Nikkei futures now and I'm addicted to them. Uh, you're in Tokyo and last night we struck a contract for, for the sale of, I don't know, uh, com- computers. That's Is that racist to say like Japanese are good with computers? Only if you say it out loud, like you just did. Okay. No. Okay. Cause it, cause it, cause I was saying before you got like, there's cryptocysts now. I kind of feel like if you're a crypto skeptic or anti-crypto, you want to say, look, I'm not anti-crypto, but the same way people <laughs> used to be like, I'm not racist. I don't want to sound racist, but like you don't want to offend the crypto community if you're if you're like a true skeptic or whatever. But anyway, you and I have a contract and we struck it in Bitcoin. You're in Japan and we struck it and I sent you the money in Bitcoin when Bitcoin was at $40,000. And by the time you received it, it was at $20,000. <laughs> That's not a great currency to use in commercial. Yeah, I saw, I saw a tweet today that was like, it's the only, it's the only currency where you can take $10 million on a plane and land with four. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the whole comical part behind the, the Elon Musk, like denouncing Bitcoin after just raking in. You know, so many. It's the only purchases. profits they showed. Yeah, it's the only profits that Tesla showed was was related to their Bitcoin trading. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, here here's the real question: Is does he uh, does he actually trade this thing? I mean, he he sold the top. He uh, he sold what like ten percent of their position at the top. Does he buy back in? This is the price. It's at the price that they bought in at right now. This was the. This was like the original pump, like Elon pump, when he was like, "All right, guys, I'm in." Why was thirty eight such a stronghold for for Bitcoin? I mean, I think that's a, I you know, I mean, 
the the volume just is strong it's there. But thirty five uh, an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you know, there was a lot of buying around thirty eight, and I think in, in a lot of people's minds, like thirty eight is strong. You know, is defended by Elon Musk, the guy who sent the thing down to here. It's at thirty eight yeah. right now. I mean, it's it's just the where are we on the the head and shoulders? Like the one thing. I love head and shoulders patterns, particularly as buy signals for inverse head and shoulders. Like the the, the markets in 2009 printed a, a perfect head and shoulder bottom and a, a great buy signal. If you had just held on for that long period of time, you'd be way, 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 way up. So, but the thing I don't know about head and shoulders I've never known is when do you get to the point where it's like, it's over? <laughs> in other words, right, head and shoulders right. just played out. The neckline or something? I mean, tech, yeah, the the tech, the TA says that you take the neckline and then you draw like a, a line from the, like, you know, the, basically like the middle of the head down to the neckline. And then that's supposed to be the movement, which like, that's what I was saying is like crypto loves, loves TA in that it, you know, basically once this head and shoulders pattern formed and it was confirmed, you know, Bitcoin just rocketed down to, to confirm the pattern basically, um, which I think what's that about uh yeah i mean it, right around forty thousand dollars which is why which is why when it when it dropped down to like 32 everybody was just like what the hell because that you know that that's now just like okay we're we're searching for a bottom so i'm looking at a chart of silver here because silver is one of the few assets that did a thing back in that when the bass brothers cornered the market in silver in like the 80s which you can't do anymore <laughs> they figured out you know can't do that anymore but it went up to 50 and then it went right back down to five dollars and then it went back up to 50 and then right back down to five dollars in 2011 and so you know one of the things you keep talking about is this bull cycle versus the other bull cycle the 2017 one and I guess my question is, um, you know, I don't know what my question is, actually. Well, okay, so here's well, one thing. you're going to edit this a lot. Here's one thing that um, people, you know, like a lot of people like to attack Bitcoin and say, oh, it's valueless. Well, what what keeps Bitcoin from, you know, going to zero is the Bitcoin miners and the the full nodes that are running. And I think, you know, I think there's, I think there's something like 15,000 full nodes or something. And the miners are spending shitloads of energy. This is the, this is the thing people have been talking about. You know, uh, Bitcoin uses a lot of energy. Well, if it didn't use that energy, it wouldn't exist because it wouldn't be a secure payment network that's outside of the traditional banking system. And so if you go and you look at how much energy Bitcoin is using, like, you know, how, how much it theoretically uh cost to mine one bitcoin you you know a couple uh, a couple of years ago the value was right around eight thousand four hundred dollars and what's happening though is you know as the network grows becomes more secure becomes more competitive the price goes up more people start mining and this drives up the difficulty to mine and in doing so you know basically the energy uh the energy cost of mining one bitcoin goes up and that energy cost is below the price right now, but 
you know, basically skyrocketing towards the price because the number of miners is is growing exponentially and and has no sign of slowing down. Um, that you know, I think that's one thing that that people don't realize is that you know there's there's capital being allocated to this, not just to buy the tokens and hold the tokens and hope for a better price. Yeah, well, you can talk, let's let's say Bitcoin's a physical piece of metal. I mean, the mining industry is notorious for its lack of capital discipline and it's it's it chases the price. I mean, the question is, is do those Bitcoin, what are their balance sheets look like? What are their capital exp- capex looks like? And my God, I just looked at Coinbase stock for the first time and since we discussed the IPO here and we said not to buy it on April 14th when it IPO'd at 400, it's 224. Right, which is, I think is the is finally the price that was like suggested for it. It was. Like I think, I think yeah. it was the original sort of price, yeah. Yeah. And dude, Oatly is just going to get slaughtered tomorrow too. RPOs are over for now in terms of just like, you know, you just, in a hot IPO market, you just want shares of anything. I mean, I got Airbnb shares um, pre- IPO and they doubled and and but that's over. What's what what, what what's the ticker for one of these prominent SPACs? Like these one of these things that Chamath guys involved in. Oh god, I was on the plane and some guy was like that I sat next to was like, Yeah, you gotta buy this like it's like oh, I'm flying over here to do the SPAC thing. We're gonna make electric trucks that drive themselves doing something or whatever. <laughs> Next I think it was called, and then I, oh yeah, that's right. That's, it was called tortoise. I was like, oh, what's it called? It was like tortoise, and I was like, is it a crypto? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sex. It's a sex move, and I've done it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of yeah, Prairie Acquisition Corp. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so I got some insider information on a Southwest flight that by <laughs> tortoise. So what was the animal? What was the animal on the southwest? We're gonna go ahead and edit edit the jackrabbit. So so if he tells you about it, it's actually not inside information. So we're gonna go back and edit that out. But so people are trading (laughs) these. Well, there was this famous. Okay, one of the biggest inside trading cases was about this guy. Let's see, it was a sports coach who fell asleep in the bleachers. Um. Hold on. And he overheard people talking about insider trading. And um, coach started by the SEC and insider case. Yeah. So so the University of Oklahoma's uh, head football coach, this is in 1983, the chairman of Texas International. The general manager of an Oklahoma City television station, several of the city's prominent businessmen were accused of illegal insider stock trading yesterday by the SEC. The SEC charged that Oklahoma's coach, Barry Switzer, T.I., George Button, and those other people unlawfully made a profit of $720,000. SEC wouldn't even like lift a finger for $720,000 these days. But anyway, in a complaint filed, it's it's this was the one that spawned the one where this guy was like asleep in the bleachers and he overheard people talking about sort of insider information. This is why I don't like hanging out with uh, CEOs of public companies. Cause they ask you questions about like whether or not they're a pedophile. And um, they ask you questions. It's like hard to talk to them because you, 
you know, you don't want to walk away with material non-public information, which they're, they get drunk and fucking Jackson hole in some compound. They get drunk and start telling you all about your, their stock. And you're like, fuck, I can't trade this thing ever again. <laughs> well, this is not a problem. This is not a problem that you or many of our listeners have, but I've been in this position several times. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there anything else interesting today? I think I, I like lumber went up, right? <laughs> oh my God. The number of different contra- contract months for class four milk is just insane. I just want to. I just want to put out that I think we end the episode on anything else interesting to talk about. Bumper went up, and then that's that's it. I think that's it. Who's bumper? What's bumper? I don't know. I, isn't that what you said, Hal? No, lumber. L- lumber. <laughs> lumber. Even what better. What you What do you think? I heard bumper, which I thought was another crypto. <laughs> that does yeah, sound what like are the crypto. size of these contracts? These Bitcoin futures contracts. That's a good question. Because they're they perpetual. They're they're huge. They gotta be. You know, they're usually more than just one. Yeah. So lumber for September fifteenth delivery uh, went up six percent today. And um, how many contracts traded? Like five. <laughs> um, this is yeah. This is literally like. I think under a hundred contracts. So it's a very illiquid market. So. Yeah. I mean, it's down from 1600. I reached a peak of 1600 on uh, nine days ago. That's what I'm saying about like the total crypto market cap thing is you have these, you know, you have these cryptos with a million dollar market cap that like somebody can come in and move the whole the whole thing up like you know 20 percent with one buy order and then you know that goes on over and over again for two or three months and then all of a sudden you know the things like tripled its value or whatever and like six people have bought it or something well look at the nikkei why don't you care i mean are we at lunch right now how do they that was another I, yeah that was another thing um that i think you know kind of goes miss like overlooked or whatever is that like bitcoin is not a u.s asset like it's traded 24 7 across the world on multiple exchanges and like earlier today without there being any um uh, like discrepancy like between like yen usd or whatever there was like a four percent premium on bitcoin in uh the u.s over japan really yeah yeah and it happens all That's the time noteworthy and, and it happens in a bunch of de- like well they call it the the kimchi premium with uh south korea what is the noise that J- the japanese say cats make nyan 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 that's how we got nyan cat right and this is what we think to take you out is the best song of the album the band only made one album called stainless style This is Michael Douglas, and the reflection in his sunglasses is a reference to his Oscar-winning performance in the movie Wall Street. Have a great weekend.